0: Happy Woo Wednesdays, everyone. Uh, did you guys hear? My new book came out for wedding photographers. It's in my hands right now. It's called Woo Them to Heck yes, a pro wedding photographer's tips for earning six figures plus and perfecting any couple's big day. And it has all my cool photos from the past 13 years. And yeah, I'm really proud of it. So if you guys want to Check it out, um, heck heckyesmedia.co backslash book. You could get a freebie. It's really amazing. It's like my 10 minute introductory call with all my potential clients and I either get a heck yes in only 10 minutes or it could raise like their budget and really get to know them, really connect. It's fire. Um, it's for a limited time. So if you buy, you get that bonus. Yeah, so today I have my past student, Kyra, from Kindhearted Images. She's from the Bay Area. She went through my three-month course maybe like two years ago, and she's just killing it. And today we talk about mental health, mental, physical, and mental. And if you guys are struggling mentally, um, know that you are not alone. Please reach out to me or to Kyra, and we could help you navigate through it all. I know times could be tough, and being a small business owner can be tough. And even the wedding industry is all like glitz and glamour and happy, happy, happy. But um, when you're not taking care of yourself, it could be emotionally draining, and you could feel completely depleted, and then kind of spiral down. So. We totally get you. But yeah, I hope this episode helps. Um, we have tips and tricks to get out the funk and enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise, some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence, are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes. I feel like I haven't recorded for a long time, <laughs> so I feel very fresh and this is very exciting. But I have my friend Kyra, and she is an owner and photographer of Kind Hearted Images. She's been going on for 10 years plus, and she's in the greater Bay Area that yes. specializes Woo-hoo. in capturing a lifetime of love. And she's also a small business owner who struggles with physical and mental illness. And we're going to talk all about that today. It's going to help so many people. But also, yeah, she's a diverse babe. Area photographer, colorful people, personalities, and portraits. But and also you're my my old student. So I'm, yes, so happy to I'm be so... Here. she yes. went through my three month program and she she killed it. Um go check her out. Kind hearted images. She's absolutely amazing. And she also does studio portraits that are just. Insane in the membrane, but yeah, welcome. Yes. Yeah. What's up? Shout out to Creative Space
1: Studios. Always keeping it fresh in the studio.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm always blown away by your reels and your your um your studio is just so so amazing. But we'll we're gonna go like kind of blast to the past. Um, yeah, take us back to like when you were growing up, how you were as a kid, and growing up, and a little bit more about your journey and where you are today. I know that's a big Question. I know. Yeah, you could go for Um,
1: it. Yeah, as a kid, I always a bubbly personality. Definitely a character, as my mom would say. Um, I love people. Since I was a child, I love being around people. I was always involved in activities that would have me around spaces where I was meeting new people. Um, And one of the benefits I think was that my parents were travelers, so they were always into. Making me and my sister learn about different cultures. And I think that's just where I developed a love for people in general. And, you know, I always was like, my dad was video recording or taking pictures, and you can always hear me going, let me see, let me try. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted that camera in my hands. So.
0: <laughs> It was meant to be, I think. Ah, what What do you mean by <laughs> travelers? They just like to travel the world?
1: They love to travel. They love culture um, and meeting new people, learning about new culture. So uh, every year we traveled somewhere. I'm, I'm well diverse. We've been to the Bahamas, Fiji, Australia, New Zealand, um, uh-huh. across the oceans. So Hawaii almost every year. So uh-huh. we're just, I'm really into people and photographing people. So yeah, I think uh-huh. it just develops that way.
0: <laughs> what, what did your parents do growing up?
1: Um. So actually, I was blessed that um. I'm the last of seven. So my parents were a little bit older when they had me. So wow. my parents both retired when I was in elementary and middle school. So I got to have my parents at home.
0: <laughs> Interesting. that you yeah, have retired my, parents.
1: <laughs> yeah, I grew up with retired parents. My dad's a retired firefighter. My mom's a
0: retired social worker. Interesting. What was it like growing up, like the last of seven? Were you spoiled? Uh,
1: In a way, I guess it depends on who you ask. I don't think I was spoiled, but I guess if you ask my siblings, they would say so. Uh, But I I was it was a blessing. always had somebody there. always had a partner, a friend, you know, so um, me and my sister before me are three years in age difference. So that was not just my sister, but my best friend. So, yeah, I think it was Beautiful. Uh, it could be hectic as always with yeah, a yeah. large family. You know, I was born as an auntie. <laughs> I have nephews and nieces that are older than me, but oh, that's um, funny. I love I love having a big family, and I love being part of a huge community. Whether it's part of my family or the community I developed as we traveled
0: and, um, yeah, grew as a family. That's amazing. What were you like in like high school, college days, and like how did you fall into photography? So
1: uh, high school, that's where I developed my love and really kind of honed my interest in photography. That's where I started doing like photography class. And we all started out in film. I think that's why I always have a passion still for film. Um, And college, I went to college for a few years. That's actually where I ended up learning out that I was really sick. Um, So I did not finish in complete college. But um, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because You know, that's when I started my business, that's where I got hired with the photo company and got to develop and hone my skill even more. So high school and college were, I think, honestly preparing me for my future. A lot of times people don't have that experience, but in high school, I was really preparing to be kind-hearted images, develop skills as, you know, connecting with people um, showing compassion and kindness—that was really important to me. Even as a young person, my mom used to always say, "Like you can't be a therapist to all your friends."
0: <laughs> oh, Nobody you are. Yeah.
1: I I know. I just naturally am, and I care about people, and um, my heart's so big, yeah. and I just want to share that and spread that message. I think.
0: More than oh, okay. So I don't know your story too well. Um, you mentioned you were sick. Um, take us yeah. through that. Through um, yeah, what happened to you? So, um, I, in high school, I started getting a little sick. We knew something
1: was different and odd, but we weren't quite sure. I've always been a type A personality. I think that's with all of us small business owners. (laughs) We are, we are, right? (laughs) And so I just thought like, oh, I'm just doing too much. I'll be fine. And, um, and my going into my second year of college, that's when it really started to notice like something was wrong. And, um, Of course, I still was not going to the doctor much. I wasn't really pursuing it. What was wrong I was just like, oh, I'll get over it. You know, I didn't want to stop. I think that's really what it is. I didn't want to stop,
0: you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Were you just really, Uh, really like um, tired? Very
1: tired, uh, lots of joint pain. Um, We went on a family vacation. And when I was there, my face just like, boom, blew up massive. Wow. And that's when we're like okay this is not normal oh, and shoot. before we could really go to the doctors I got back to California and I just dropped like my body stopped for me I literally went into a coma oh like shoot a coma. yeah and that's when we discovered I had lupus oh shoot yeah Ooh, so, scary yeah I was like
0: I think barely 19 at the time oh wow okay I don't uh, know like I don't know where the story's gonna take us like I feel like that's chilling that you dropped to the floor. Your parents must have been so scared. Well, with me, you'll learn every story is unique
1: because my parents weren't actually with me. I was house sitting at the time oh, that I passed shoot. out with a really good friend of mine. She's like my sister. And thankfully, she was going through nursing school.
0: So wow, <laughs> blessing. You
1: know, like to help me out some bit. My mom was in New York with my sister who was dating at the time. Uh, so they were on like the next red eye home. And honestly, I, I don't remember much, you know, when I woke up, I honestly thought it was the same day.
0: Oh, I always sure. joke
1: about it. Cause like one of my first questions, when I came out the coma
0: was like, did I miss Glee? Like, <laughs> did I
1: miss my episode? I hey,
0: know I was a total Glee fanatic. I like
1: <laughs> I was too. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's just kind of how the whole journey of, dealing with my lupus surgeries has been I think it stands for who I am I'm definitely a glass half full kind of girl and I was like okay this is just my moment to persevere you know I can be bad and miserable or I can look for the good and so I was in the hospital for a year oh my gosh it I mean I had my moments it was sad It, it sucked but I met a lot of great people with my nurses. I shout out to nurses, Aww, nurses. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Amazing human beings. So kind, so yeah. passionate. Um, you know, and, and in that moment, that's when I was like, I want to do something with this skill I had. I was pursuing photography, um, but I wanted to work for myself. One of the blessings as a small businesses owners is we do get to make our own hours. We get to be our own bosses. Um, uh, I think we were talking a little bit about this before. We get to stop and take care of ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Um, I know I just remember seeing like your Instagram, like you like getting surgeries and like a big neck brace and all wired up. Um yeah. Where does your health, what does your health look like today?
1: Uh today it looks complicated, you know.
0: I, I tell everybody like
1: I just never want to be average in life. Like I always want to go above and beyond. Even in sickness, I'm gonna go above and beyond. Ah! This body. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
0: like, I'll if,
1: do it, right? Sickness. <laughs> yeah, if I'm gonna do it, it's gonna go hard. Yeah. This <laughs> is uh it's complicated, it's very a complicated disease. I think even years later now, I'm still learning how to manage it. I think it's a blessing to be my own boss. So I can tell myself to slow down. That's been something I've had to learn. And I still think I am learning. Um, You know, it's in remission right now. So I'm happy for that. I have my moments. I have my moments where I do get pretty sick and I have to pause. And I think that's where I do love the clients that I work with because they're so understanding. They're so amazing. Um, And I appreciate that. Oh, so I'm I'm taking it one day at a time you know I, yeah. I it's 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 a juggling act it really is it's a juggling act
0: that's interesting um what I mean I just I guess in a nutshell like what is lupus
1: okay uh this is complicated and yeah. uh, lupus is very complicated and I want to say it, it it's not a one book autoimmune is is so mm. vast right now. Um, I think especially for women of color we're seeing a lot of autoimmune diseases for me, my lupus um, is basically where my body doesn't know wrong from right. That's the best way to describe it. So my body can attack itself or sometimes when my body's under attack it might not do anything, um, which was the case when I originally got sick. I um ended up having a really, really bad case of e. coli and my body, did nothing.
0: (laughs) Oh, crazy! Um, And
1: so it made me definitely sick. Um, And then sometimes you can be totally fine and your body thinks something wrong and it kills off your good cells and makes you sick again. So your body's always under this constant attack. And so I think that's the best way to describe my lupus, but I don't want to speak in general for everybody because
0: autoimmune looks different and affects everybody differently. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Switching gears real fast. What yeah. does your business
1: look like now? My business looks amazing. Um, I think one, I give you credit for helping me out with refocus <laughs> what I wanted my business to look like, what I wanted my ideal clients to be. Um, I think when I first started out, started out like any other business manager, you know, owner, we're like, I just want business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I want the money. <laughs> you know, like send me the dollars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But. Now, I think bringing myself into the business, which is something I tried to exclude for so long, like I was like, no, I don't want to be a part of my business. I don't want people to see how I look. I don't want them to know me, you know, and that's not even who I am. (laughs) And so putting my own self into it is how I created a better market for what I wanted. I am a Bay girl. I'm a people girl. And I'm working with true Bay Area clientele. Mm -hmm. very diverse, um, very much Bay lovers. I do have to say that. We love where we're born and bred here. Um, But also with that, our community is very accepting, very open, very loving, very kind. And I see I'm attracting those clients just as much as who I am. They um, reflect those qualities too. And it shows. I think it really does show.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know when I shoot Bay Area weddings or even attend my Bay friend weddings, they are a little bit different. People get super <laughs> hypey and it's just, yeah. like like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, like out of body experience almost on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love I love the diversity in the
1: culture. Like we get so hype and it doesn't matter whether that's a Hindu wedding or a Jewish wedding, Nigerian, like it's so beautiful. And I'm I'm proud to be able to shoot all those various cultures, because I mean, I'm sure many people who are photographers, they might find it difficult to shoot various skin tones or cultures or backgrounds. And I'm so proud to be able to shoot them well and be diverse in my look.
0: Yeah, that's always been your secret weapon, like um, making the skin tones look true to color, which is yeah. Not an easy task. If you're not it a skipper, it's not like this <laughs> shoe is like perfect. Like you have to go through. No. A of, oh, It's so crazy. It's like. Beep, beep, beep. It's it like, is. Beep, beep, it's an, an adjustment. Beep. Yeah. This is a random For question, sure. but like, why think the Bay Area is so like unique, like the camaraderie of it. I'm honestly curious.
1: You know, I think because. It's one, it's an, I feel like it's the melting pot of mm-hmm. California. Like you're going to almost like LA, you're going to find every culture here. But I feel like there's a support, there's a curiosity, you know, there's an openness. There is a very much a push to, to be yourself, be uniquely you. And we're going to respect that. We're also very proud of proud people. We're hard workers. I do believe we're hard workers and we're a lot of us come from struggle. Interesting. And Interesting. coming from that struggle, especially I feel like my, when I was raised around the, in the Bay during this time growing up, everybody was struggling. There was a lot of bankruptcy, you know, foreclosure, different things here and sticking it out, supporting each other and so much community activities yeah, that brought was- you together. You learn to your neighbors. I think that's a, lost art of
0: knowing yeah, yeah, your neighbors yeah. you know really yeah, knowing bad, like where I my area we don't really know each other so i yeah. know like oh like at least i say hi you know but it's just that camaraderie we don't have but that's so special that you have it you mentioned um like you know when we started working together you didn't want to like show up on social media or your face or anything um, how did you kind of get out of that mindset and just kind of like get out of the funk and you know sh- kind of show up for your audience um
1: therapy <laughs> mm. therapy About doing it. it um it came with a lot of self acceptance i think there was a lot of fear uh, a lot of fear is being someone who was a small business who was sick um mm. feeling how people would think um and look at me uh being queer Uh, being african-american being a woman Mm -hmm. i felt like there was a lot of things set against me Mm -hmm. so i felt like if somebody clicked on my page and saw this black queer woman you know color and all of this they'd be like no Mm -hmm. um oh how could she really show up for me how could she show up for my wedding Mm -hmm. you know something like that and i just felt like you know, after going through therapies, accepting who I was and being mm-hmm. proud of who I am, I realized, well, would I want a client who didn't yeah. like black people? Do I want yeah, a client yeah. who doesn't want to be around a woman or a queer person? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no, I don't want to be around those people. So I don't want to attract that kind of client. And yeah. I think just stepping into my truth allowed me to step into the truth. And I think it's made my business shine in a whole new way.
0: Wow. Uh, Tell us about that crazy like style shoot that you did when we were like working together and it was like you know, the girl on the couch with like the tattoos on her back and she's wearing like the pink yes! the cool dress. I would just, okay, let's show like, her
1: because this is also my tattoo artist and she's amazing. Oh, really? So, oh, the, yes. dude,
0: that's dope. Was, that's good amazing. work.
1: I, um I love her. She's such an artist, you know. Um I wanted to push the status quo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to create, uh, still keep that posh and beautiful and neutral colors. And then I wanted to throw in that sh- shock factor of the yeah. tattoos, you know, yeah. also her being a woman of color in her own right. And um, yeah, just doing something a little bit edgy. Uh-huh. I think it, it created this, magical moment where people were like whoa you know like this is so soft yet
0: yeah it was like girl "Girl with a dragon tattoo like I I show that picture to my um students and my friends I'm like oh my god you have to check out this photo like this is game changer photo style shoot like it was literally like cover magazine just like, it blows your mind. It literally blows your mind. I I
1: love that. I love yeah. that. I I think that's amazing because that was one of my first shoots where I was like, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready yeah. to. I'm gonna push the envelope, and then that just kind of went from there where I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do what I see, and I don't have to kind of follow the market. Um, and I think people like that. I started attracting clients who were like, Yeah, I love this. I love the, that. It still creates that, you know, soft flow and you know what really attracts our wedding clients yeah but also shows them like throw in that self-expression don't be afraid
0: oh and i think God. that was
1: like honestly a message to myself in there
0: <laughs> no totally that that was totally game changer um let's get into hot topic what is your hot? Yeah. Topic? You kind of alluded to it what and why is yeah. it so near and dear to your heart pardon for this short interruption but i have big news Me and my team have created the most amazing new program called The Triple Threat because sometimes coaching is not enough, sometimes a single service is not enough, and sometimes courses are not enough, and you guys know that. We have all three in this program, so pretty much the goal of this program, The Triple Threat, is to develop your authentic brand identity because it's going to lead to more inquiries which equals more sales cha-chings so a little bit about it we have four phases we have phase one where we create you a brand experience that sets you apart and you walk away with 21 squares of magic that will stop the ig scroll so i actually pick out your best 21 photos that really are powerful and this is so important phase two me and my team create you your uh, custom packages so you'll walk away with an irresistible offer that you're proud of. Um, the people always ask, what do, what do I price myself? How do I price myself? So we are going to do that for you. So your offer is absolutely irresistible. And phase three, we are going to unlock a treasure trove of leads. So you are gonna walk away with a vendor pitching system which includes a dumb for you custom pitch brochure so you could build your tribe and just get on the venue vendor list, the holy grail of lists. And then phase four, we are going to craft you a sales uh, pitching deck to pretty much book your ideal clients and win the hearts of your your clients. You're gonna walk away with a done-for-you sales assets that includes the secret to getting clients to sell themselves on your service. And you know I've been a big advocate for this for over five years. I am all about mastering the dreaded sales call. And phase five, we are going to help you convert IG followers into endless inquiries so you walk away with a done-for-you lead generation content calendar so you never have to agonize over what to talk about. Whew, that was a lot. So thank you for staying with me. Watch a 20-minute demo, The Triple Threat. You are going to love this. And this is for all wedding professionals. Back to the conversation.
1: Um, My hot topic is mental health, emotional health, physical health, take care of yourself um, and don't be afraid to be transparent with our clients. Um, Just a couple, not even a couple months in, in the past years, I've also been struggling with my own mental health and coming to terms with that. Sometimes I have to take a break and care for Kyra. Um, that's not always easy to do because we have that fear of you know, our business, we're business owners. Again, we mentioned, we're type A personalities, Mm -hmm. but I think within the past year, especially post COVID, I hate to bring up COVID again, but (laughs) I know we don't
0: want to, we don't want to talk about COVID (laughs) all the
1: time, but it's true. I think it brought to light how many of us are really struggling with mental health. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: think It only pushed it to the where we all realized like, oh, well, I do need to take care of this. And post-COVID, we're still trying to navigate that. So as much as I'm like, yeah, we want our businesses to be successful. Our businesses can't be successful unless we are personally, emotionally, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, um, there's Part of the reason we become our own business owners is so that we can be our own bosses
0: mm-hmm. so that
1: we can take this time off so that we can say, hey, I need to do this for me. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're yeah. working nine to five, being working 9 to 5 you do not get that luxury.
0: Yeah, so- I um, I started doing Reiki and huh? yeah, one thing she told me was that all the stress in my life is created by me. And it was actually, it sounds so silly, but it was very eye-opening to me. And I said, why do I do this to myself? She goes, because it's its what pushes you, but you could push yourself in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, give yourself a break. And then if I maybe do, you know, three blog posts or three reels and give yourself like a little reward or something. And like, I don't have to wake up stress. And I would tell people in my life, I said, I have a great life, but I have a stressful life but I was doing that to myself. So this is a really great topic. So what are some of your tips? You have four tips to kind of overcome, um, mental health and go for it. Therapy. (laughs) Therapy people. When did you start and invest in
1: yourself and go to therapy? I know, I feel like it's become people like, Oh, I don't need therapy. Like you just said, and that's how I felt. I have a good job. If I'm going to therapy, I'm not being thankful. And like it was all this self guilt. But going to therapy, you need someone to talk to and th- process your thoughts outside of the business. And I feel like with our business, we're kind of on stage sometimes. Right. Yeah. We're not able to show up on weddings and be like, I'm sad. You know, we're putting a smile on or however it is. So go to therapy. Um investing in yourself is not just your business or your physical health, but it's also your mental health. Um, Number two, self-care. And self-care doesn't have to look like the, I have to have candles and a special book. It could just be walking. It could be sleeping in bed for an extra 15 minutes to an hour. Um, (laughs) It can look like whatever it is you need in that moment for yourself. So please do not neglect
0: your self-care. Let's dive deeper into self-care. Like when do you feel like you just had enough? Like, were you really stressed out and, um, mentally you're declining? And then what made you kind of like take the time and be like, Hey, like I need to take time for myself. Cause it's always like, you, you don't know you need it until you need it. Yeah. And then you're like, what's, what happened? Why am I always feeling this shitty, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: So I'm going to just be real. And I think you're like probably the only person outside of my family and loved ones. Uh, So I actually went into the hospital. I got put on a 48-hour hold. Um, I was done. I was to a point. Unfortunately, I was one of those people who neglected it to the point it was devastating to my life I was in a horrible space and when I say this people you know that's the thing in social media They go I can't believe it you look so great on Instagram and it was like oh no I I was miserable um and I was in that hospital and I, I just kept sitting here and you know they take everything away from you and you're only there left with your thoughts and I was like is this how I want my life to look And that's really where it was. It was like, is this worth it? You know, I think there's a beauty in capturing these amazing moments for our clients and seeing their happiness. And then you go home and you're not happy. And I thought that was honestly insane. When you think about it, like, this is my whole job. And then I'm, 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 I feel miserable to the point, like, I don't want to be here. And that was the moment where I was like, something has to change. Wow, Something has thank to change.
0: For, thank you for sharing that so vulnerable. Do you do you feel like um, it was you got to that point because you didn't take enough time for yourself? Or yeah. um, like, what was the process and kind of like, how did um, you get out of
1: it? Definitely, I was 100% into my business and to everybody else's life, my family. And also, again, that was not living in my truth. You know, I was not living true to who I was. I was living true to who I was expected to be and what looked good on paper and on social media. Um, And so that's, like you said, I just, it was kind of like, when you're ready, you're ready. And it was a moment I was ready to no longer live that way. Wow. And so it was like, I love what I do and I want to reflect how much I'm in love with what I do, not just as a business, but as a person, as a human being. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was just lots of steps to start redefining who Kyra was and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up as, um, not just a business owner, but as a a human being in my community as a person. Uh, and so just day by day, that's when I started therapy. That's when I recreated my space that I was living in, taking wow. walks, uh-huh. finding things I enjoy. Um, and then around the time too, I had some amazing clients who were going through certain things, um, connecting with other business owners. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to Steph M. Kopp, videography. She has been so monumental in my self-care and my re, just reigniting life for me to help me see like, it's okay. You know, very accepting as a business owner too. You know, I, I just, I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are all about the heart and I think sometimes you're you probably feel so much So in return, sometimes like you feel the world of like, you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and when you don't take time like space and it could take you to that level where you're just completely depleted and that's probably Mm -hmm. what happened to you. So therapy, um, what are other tips and tricks that you could give that kind of help you stay on track of keeping up with your mental health?
1: Um. I think I just was talking about it, but a uh, community avoiding isolation. Oh, um, uh-huh. you know, when we as business owners are doing bad, it is our thing. I, especially for me, I, I I like to isolate. I don't want people to know my L's I'm taking, even though I'm taking a lot, you know, and it's, it's a natural tendency to kind of go within and uh-huh. shut everything else out. Um, and so still remaining within a community um, letting people in, not feeling like I have this weight on the, of the world on me and I have to go through it alone. Oh, man. Um, that's really important. So I think it's important. I, I think I love what you do with having that Facebook group as business owners that you're joining, connecting with people who might have similar experiences, like-minded. Um, yeah, still allowing people in.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So does that just mean... You have to kind of make a community like um, a friend and then be vulnerable with your own feelings and then also help them out, too. Absolutely. You've got to um, show
1: up. Yeah. So having that community uh, for me, it looked like I had to create a new community uh, because the community I was in was not. Um, going to be able to show up for me in the way that I needed at the time. So creating a new community and still being vulnerable with them. um, And then not being so stuck in my sadness, depression, my losses, um, still showing up for others. Um, So for me, I'm, I'm a christian i believe in god and we always talk about joy and like j is for yahweh or j- Yahweh or jehovah showing up for god showing up oh for others and then why yourself so when you do that you experience joy and it's true of having a sense of spirituality showing up for my community other people uh, whether that look like in my business or my friends other you know workmates wow um, and then being there for myself
0: that was so good, a, but, um, I guess a balance. No, that was yeah, good. Uh, take me through the acronym again, J-Y. That was really powerful. Yeah. So J is for, we say Yahweh or
1: Jehovah, which uh-huh. is the J is our God. Just basically, if you're a spiritual person showing up for your spirituality first, then other people. So, oh, other people, how that might look in your community or, you know, and then lastly, why yourself. Wow, That's Which is very hard. <laughs> yeah. it's very hard to not put yourself first when you're in your sadness and depression because, you know, we're like, I'm in this and it's about me and nobody gets me and you know, you're kind of it's hard to get out of that moment and step out and uh, I guess show up for other people.
0: When yeah, and it, it's the worst when people tell you you're sad, you're like, shit, dude, I'm trying everything that I can to not be sad. So like the last thing yeah. you know, is that is <laughs> yes, to hear that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, it it are is you okay? having that
1: balance. Yeah, yeah. Having that balance does really help. And yeah, so, does. and I know it's all easier said than done, but take, just take that first step, however that might look.
0: Yeah. Um, Kyra, tell us about your weight loss journey, your physical health.
1: Ah, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> definitely. That was part of the self-care. Um, I definitely had gained a lot of weight in during my depression, during those years that I was really sad, struggling. Um, and you know, therapy was the helped me realize why I was overeating. And then um, for a lot of people, I would say my weight loss journey was really based off working with a dietitian and a nutritionist. So um, learning how to eat in a way that I enjoyed, but not over enjoyed, you know, and then uh, finding ways to take care of my body um, that I could continue long term, because I'm going to be very honest, I'm not a gym rat. I don't like it. I don't want to be in the gym. I don't Uh appreciate it. I've read all the blogs. I've heard the podcasts. I've heard the quotes. Don't send them. I still don't (laughs) like the gym. Don't like it. Don't appreciate it. Hate it. But I learned I love being outside. I love water. I love swimming. I love to go on a walk, hike. So I moved my body in those ways and um, took the pressure off that it had to be in a certain time. You know, I think we always like, oh, I want my summer body. And then when we don't get it by summer, we're like, oh, well, summer's over. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, but I just was like, it's going to happen when it's happening. I'm just going to continue this because I don't have a date. You know, I have a lifestyle I'm trying to create. And so that's helped me lose it and maintain it. Um, You know, I have my fluctuates. I'm a woman. We're women. Our bodies change, you know. But I appreciate having now that understanding of taking care of myself, not just mentally, emotionally, spiritually, but also physically, in a way that I appreciate, and I, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to the gym.
0: Yeah, I am. I be outside. Yeah, my goal (laughs) is to just be active every day. So there you go. I set a timer for like 30 minutes. I'm just like, yeah,
1: I'm like, I'll take my dog out for a walk. I'll take a hike. I'll jump in the pool. You know, I'll take an extra longer walk, take the stairs. Like, you know, maybe it's not going to have as quick as somebody's hitting the gym every day,
0: but I'm okay with that
1: because yeah. I enjoy the workout I'm doing.
0: Totally. Yeah. Okay, we talked about mental health, we talked about physical health. Let's talk about social media health. What ah. like your little like mindset shifts that kind of maybe batching or you know helped you? Mm-hmm. I know for me, like it, it's the hardest thing about business is just you have to keep looking at everything else, and then you get in this like weird funk of like comparison trap and like, am I doing something wrong? Or am I doing it like? Should I be doing more? Should I be doing you know this? This funnel or this strategy, am I might not like yeah. listening to the right mm-hmm. people? You know, am I not good enough? So what is your mentality now on social media? Um
1: my mentality now is like when I post, I post. And when I comment, I comment, and it'll be a hundred percent authentic. Um, I'm not just gonna comment because I looked at a picture, I read your comment and your message. Uh-huh. I took time to appreciate it. And so Um, it's not the method that's going to get you a hundred thousand followers, but I promise it'll get you 10 booking clients. (laughs) Oh
0: shoot. Yeah. 10's a lot. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Because I'm being authentic. I'm actually having this conversation. I'm not just like, 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 you know, I'm, I'm even to the point, like if I really enjoy a picture or image, or I want to know more about their day, I'm going to send a message like, Hey, you know, um, and I'm like, because there is a. Social media, unfortunately, it causes a loss to the art of communication and in-person connection. Oh, shit. And so for me, I had to step away and I said, well, you know, I'm I'm posting every day. I'm getting the likes, but am I really getting clients? Am I really booking uh, and engaging with the people I mm-hmm. want? Not really. Um, so I stepped back and was like, how can I actually make this work for me versus me working for it? Whoa! And so it was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to post every day, but when I have something to post, it's going to be meaningful. I'm going to reply to the maybe two comments I get, you know, um, now sometimes I might see a picture and make me think of a client that follows me on there and I'll send it to them and be like, oh, this made me think of you. How are you doing? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? I totally want to do family pictures. Oh, this would be a great idea you know and it's just creating connection
0: interesting Um, that was my job there audience like having it work for you not working for it that was yeah definitely mindset shift for sure um I have a little um tip and trick but for me social media was hard because i was trying to do like photography and coaching but now I learned to batch so I actually have a tripod or like I have my husband or my friend like video me and I'm in like, I'm by the door. So I have, I look young, much mm-hmm. look younger than I really do in real life. <laughs> and <Stop>. every time <laughs> I get an idea, I write it down and it says "Reels idea. And it is truly from my heart. It's like what I think would okay. help someone. And then before I, I would wake up, like roll out of bed before looking at my kids and like, Oh, what do I have to post? You know, like this almost like this ancient vibe, anxious vibe. Um, but now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, hey, if I have a cool idea, write it on the list. And then as soon as I start batching, I could do seven or eight in one hour.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And I just, I don't,
0: there's, even if I mess up or say, oh, like I just keep it. And it's just yeah. it's from my heart. So I don't don't need a script. I don't need a teleprompter. I don't have to do, redo it. It's just speaking about what I know and I think will help. So that has helped me tremendously, like with my mind, you know, having space. But I think that's,
1: it's can you, I can tell because that's what attracted me to even your coaching and your course. Cause I was like, I don't feel like she's reading from a script. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like she's going to read from a script when she's working with me. Like she's going to see me as an individual and that's how we're going to connect. And and that's what I got just even from the social media and your website. So I think that's, what's important. And I think that's honestly what's lacking. Even when you see it on Instagram, like there's just the kind of scripty Posts and Uh images and it doesn't really authenticate with people versus if you're reaching out and you know i thought of you or hey this is such a great idea somebody should do this that kind of goes farther
0: yeah Um, you're so right even with chat gbt like i wanted to write something about origami cranes but i forgot to say origami and then mm-hmm. it just wrote me a post about um, cranes, like birds. So then I almost posted it before. I, good thing I reread it. <laughs>
1: like... All the bird watchers would be a like,
0: bird. yeah. You're yeah a so like, you got to be careful with AI because it does come across as robotic.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm honestly new to the AI world. I just started using like an editing AI software um, just because I, I think oh. I'm always that person who's like, I want to jump on the train just yet, you know. Which one but are I do you, think you I just started using um after shoot for like yeah. their calling process. I'm still learning their editing uh-huh, that uh-huh. they just put out. Um, I think I'm still a little maybe old age with like I want to look
0: at every image. See, same, same, same. yeah. Well, well, just to wrap up the mental health topic, I guess if someone is struggling right now with mental health, they feel like they're doing it all, like they just can't get it like ends me and their mental health is dwindling like they just wake up like feeling kind of dark. Like what would you tell them today to get out of the funk?
1: Um, first, I see you. I don't know you yet, but I see you. You're not alone. You're not alone. That's the first thing I want every person who might be listening to hear. You are not alone. And I know we tell ourselves that like on my experience is very unique and nobody could understand. I promise you there's a community waiting for you also go outside Mm
0: -hmm. push yourself
1: whether you walk out in your pjs go outside let the sun hit your face my mom put me onto this sun and color therapy is a beautiful thing it's very simple it's free (laughs) um and then also just talk to someone You know, if you have to pause your business and allocate funds to take care of yourself, that is the most successful move you can make because your business is nothing without you. You you don't have a business without you. People don't want to be a part of your business if it doesn't have you in it. So take care of you first. And we're going to be waiting for you. Your clients are going to be waiting for you.
0: Those who are meant for
1: you, nothing, they won't, they won't go away. Nothing that's meant for you can be taken from you.
0: Oh, that's so good. Okay. That was amazing. Um, let's go into rapid fire questions. Um, these okay. are more faster answers, but we're right, see- ready. Let's go. Yeah. Where do you see your, where do you see your business in three months, 90 days? Have you had a magic wand? Um, the same,
1: still meeting great clients. Um, I hope to again, make better connections and more connections on social media, um, I hope to be more um, standing in my truth and out there where people can see me. So, doing more some more self work, inner work. Uh, but as for kind hearted images, the only the only way is up. So, three months for now, we're going to see us be doing the same thing with bright, new, shiny smiles and happy faces.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that. that's cool. What is your favorite morning routine hack?
1: um right now getting up walking my dog yeah i'd like to drink um i used to drink like a lot of coffee first thing in the morning right now i'm drinking water as oh. i walk my dog just to get my body hydrated and ready to move uh because i'm not a morning person <laughs> but uh, That is just definitely my new hack. And um, as I'm walking my dog, that's when I'm hitting those message, making real connections on social media. I give myself that time period from the walk to engage on social media. And then I go about my day.
0: Nice. Nice. What do you like to do for fun?
1: um right now that's what I'm still learning as this new space of being in my 30s I think I'm, I'm learning a whole new a lot of things I like to do for fun um, definitely being in water I'm loving swimming I love shooting and creating content mm-hmm. um one of the things I'm really enjoying is working with a lot of new women who are starting businesses as well
0: yeah because so you healthy. do a lot of branding
1: yeah, I don't post it a lot, but I'm doing a lot of branding, and it's more than just working photo wise with them, but helping them create a look and a vision for them. And I'm I'm absolutely love like I'm I'm there for the fellas. So not, I'm not discriminating, but I absolutely love working with women and women of color. I love giving them that boost because
0: somebody did it for me. So. Uh, yeah, I I wish we lived closer than because I do the messaging and you could do the photos, but. Too bad, big they, <laughs> LA girl. But. I know. Um, and then I guess where can everyone find you and reach out to you? Uh, kindhearted images on all platforms. Uh, yeah,
1: reach out anytime. Um, my email, my numbers on that platform, Instagram. Like I said, I'm I'm always happy to meet people. If you're looking for community, I'm happy to be a part of your community. Um, yeah. So, kindhearted images. No, spelled the same way, never changes.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Kara. This is thank you for being both. Thank you, well, Thanks so for on. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG, tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.